Blog Talk Radio. I mean, if they realize 
you know, I know a lot of places will, man, we'll replace you like there's million pe- millions of people looking for a job. But if enough people walk off, you cannot replace that many people. And um, and enough people say, I'm not going to support a business that doesn't support its workers. Somewhere the, the line had got scared. You know, long time ago, and you know, before our time in the 60s and 50s, corporations invested in their employees and mm-hmm. cared about their employees and their families because they knew that these were the people that were making my company successful. And now people take advantage of their employees like they're doing them a favor. No, there's lots, there's places, to, other places to work. And, uh, you know, we don't have to support a Burger King or McDonald's. McDonald's or Wendy's or whomever, if you can't help your my neighbors, you know, that work for you, why mm-hmm. should I put my money into your corporation? More people have to stand up against corporate greed. I, but that's the key word, corporate greed. You know, the biggest thing of it all is these guys are making millions of dollars. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, this is America. You know, it's all about capitalism and things like that. But if they notice during the recession, the whole recession time, what happened during the recession time? Nobody was making money. The corporations were hurting. They sent all those jobs overseas, but no one over here had a job. They thought that, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where would this money, where where this money was going to come from, uh, if nobody was working. They weren't thinking on that level. You know, you only have a certain percentile in this country that has money, but yet and still they expect us to keep paying these high uh, cost of living, you know, expenses. They're not raising the minimum wage. And, and you I mean, have these CEOs and CFOs of companies making like two or three hundred, you know, million dollars per year. Not like for the lifetime of their job, like per year. That's basic greed. You could never ever spend that much money. You know, uh, people work on jobs. You know, thirty years. You know, you're making three hundred million a year for thirty years. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous when you have people that work for your company making barely, you know, either minimum wage or barely over minimum wage. It's greedy, it's irresponsible, and it's disgusting. Well, as we always stress on this show right here, make sure you are very much aware of what's going on in your local community. Uh, You know, everything starts from there. You know, even with, uh, you know, like the situation that we're talking about with this corporate greed and the health care as far as, uh, you know, not being able to afford I remember the guy from Papa John's said the same thing last year. So, I mean, it's just greed, and, you know, you have more power than what these people want to let you know. You know, it may hurt for a moment, and nobody wants to have that hurt as far as, you know, not knowing where that next meal is going to come from. But somewhere you have to take a stand against all these greedy people that's constantly using you for their advantage, which calls capitalized. It's called capitalized. You know, capitalizing on your misery and your pain. You're paying for someone else's dream. Uh, out of my pocket, you're paying for someone else's dream. Not their hard work or, you know, you're paying for their dream. And it, it's just, it's not right. Uh, we just have to, like Kevin said, we have to become more aware of what is happening in our communities and what's happening around the world. Did you see on the news what's happening in Yemen? No, I haven't seen that. Okay, well, the U.S. actually ordered every American citizen out of Yemen. And a lot of people don't know what's going on in Yemen. Also, a lot of people don't know that secretly America is not only, you know, when people think that America was at war with Iraq and then they pulled out, so, you know, our, uh, Afghanistan is the only war that we're supposed to be in. But right now, America is in war in Yemen, it's in war in Pakistan, and it's in war in Somalia. Uh, you know, like all this stuff is going around us, and like we're just totally unaware. Um, that uh, America's presence, that we are, you know, uh, 
uh, I guess Yemen is going through something uh, similar than what Egypt went through um, previously. I don't know if people are familiar with that, um, about the protesters, you know, protesting dictators, and, Mm. you know, they want the, it's supposed to be a republic, and it's not fair, and these, you know, dictators are killing people in the streets. Well, Yemen is, you know, taking to the streets, and so uh, Al-Qaeda has a big, giant presence over there, and basically, you know, they are threatening to, you know, kidnap Americans, kill Americans. It's getting bad. You're about to see, you know, this mm-hmm. is really about to come to the forefront. Well, the thing about it is our, our, our relations with these countries overseas, you know, we definitely got to try to get that resolved. And also, you know, like, we need to pull our people from over that period. You know, we, we yeah. need to really step back, look at what's going on in this world, and really pay attention to what's going on over here. I mean, yeah, they say the bad guys this, the bad guys that, whatever. The point is, we have more guns, period. <laughs> Just yeah, what it is. Yeah, true. Um, right true. now, man, what we're going to go ahead and get into, Jen, we're going to get into this topic of the day right now. I want to give a shout-out to everybody on the uh, web chat over there, Don, and uh, the conversations. Uh, you know, they saying, uh, Jen, he was saying that a CEO can't make that much money over his career. That's cool. I'll let you well, know. you know, like if you if you that's what they make every year. Would they go? They have a cutoff point. Or, I don't. Or no, like I don't think I know about it. The bonuses and all everything else that they get, Jen. They get a yeah, whole lot of Yeah, the heart of capitalism is that you can make as much as you want. As you can make a billion you dollars. You can make. That's the the heart of capitalism, which drives our country. Oh yeah, most definitely. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll debate. We'll debate that another time. But today on the Middleman Talk Show, the top. Well, reasons, reasons why so many good, I emphasize the word good, black men are still single. Now, if you ever join us before, we do talk a lot, a lot about the relationships in our communities. But you know what? With this particular conversation, it can be somewhat universal because there are some things that we as men go through in general. But today we're going to go ahead and kind of focus in on the black men, the good black men, not the ones that consider themselves you know, to be good, quote-unquote, good. But, you know, in the past, the focus and the relationship factor and the issues of the black community have been basically all upon our women. Why are they single? And we've done several shows about why are you single black woman. But that is the focal point. But yet it's still in the dating arena right now. There are a lot of people out there, are a lot of black men, good black men, that are single. But the conversation that you hear nowadays, they say, hey, I can't find a man. I can't find a man, whatever the woop woop. But we got 12 reasons why these good men are single. And we're going to talk about some of the things that prevent them from getting these relationships going. And the thing about it is what most black men want is a stable and secure relationship. If you don't understand what that means, we're going to delve into that a little bit too. But this conversation right here was spurred. Uh, in regards to a show, there was a Victory Unlimited show. There's a show I, um, on the Internet. I've heard it before also. But this is one of the things that, you know, they were talking about, and it kind of caught my attention. And I'm like, hey, we definitely need to spread this right here a little bit more. Because, like I said, we got these 12, top 12 right here that we're going to play for you guys. I mean, we'll read to you guys. I'm going to play a couple of clips uh, to give you a little bit more insight on the reason why a lot of these guys out here can't find a woman. And, yes, today we have our co-host, Jen, on the line with us so she can give you a woman's perspective yeah, and, I like you know, it. I know, Jen. But, you know, I know I'm not a single man, so I'm going to let everybody know that up front. I'm not single. I haven't been on a dating scene in a little while, but I do have my opinion. That's why I would love for our co-host and 
you know, uh, Nick and well, Nick ain't single no more. But Al, Al should have been here today, Jen. Yeah, he should have been. Cause you know he considers himself, you know, well, I I call him one of the you know good black men. Yeah. <laughs> but what we're gonna do right now, people, we're gonna get into our first clip right here. This clip is called Qualified but Yet Single. So I want you guys to pay attention to this one right here. And as soon as we get past this, we're gonna go ahead and dive straight into the twelve top reasons why these good black men are single. Here we go. Out of hundred of my friends, eighty-five is single. Eighty-five are single. Some of the most qualified men in America are living bachelor lifestyles. They're competent, reliable, enjoyable, considerate, and spiritual, but single. How many African-American men do you know that um, are somewhat successful, that um, I'm a single male, I don't have any kids? Not to say that if I did have children, I wouldn't be a rare commodity. I just don't at this time because I wanted someone to be just like my mother because to me, my mother's perfect. Like, I don't see a flaw in my mother. You know, I'm, I'm so focused on uh, character building and, and my, for my future with school. I think that women may look at a man for a particular um, dream they may have had. You know, or where he makes six figures, or, you know, this one is six four. I thought it was important to do this film because I wanted to give men a platform to share their stories about singlehood and also help women understand, you know, that they need to look deeper and look beyond a man's surface when they're trying to have them commit and engage into a relationship. Once we start to, you know, build momentum, you become kind of timid. You know, you're like, wait a minute. Because sometimes it's too good to be true, and then you find yourself going into an area that you really didn't think you'd go into. I don't let a a lot of people get in my space because what I don't want is when I give you my space that I still want to be hurt from you. And so I'm always, I always got the defense mechanism. I'm always on defense. The hurt that comes behind it, it makes you feel uh, inferior, you know, to a woman, to a, to a certain extent. And it's, it's almost to the point of where you don't feel like yourself any longer, like you lose yourself somehow. Like, you know, the strength of what you were before is just no, no longer there anymore. It's a, you break down. Men living alone have increased over the past four decades from 5.6% to 11.8%, despite the fact that men are more qualified today to be married than ever before in history. Now, that clip right there that you just heard was qualified but yet single. And uh, to do a little research on that, you guys can search Dr. Dwayne Buckingham. Um, definitely make sure you check out him. He's the one that's basically putting together a uh, he's putting together a, a uh, well he put together a documentary that uh, basically def- tells you the reason why a lot of these guys go through some of the things that they go through in regards to relationships. Um, the young lady just stressed that 11.8 percent of single 11.8 uh, percent of the guys out there today are single. 11.8% of the guys are single. And according to the U.S. Census, for every 100 women that are single, there are 88 men that are single. That does not, that does not, it's not defined by race, basically. But there's 100 single women to 88 single men. Uh, that's 
startling number right there to even just deal with. But um, as of today, what we're going to talk about today, we're talking about the top 12 reasons why so many good black men are single. Now, just to give you a little bit more clarity in this right here, this is not every black man, this is not every black woman, nor does it define them. Now, the thing I want you guys to understand that this is an opinionated list somewhat, but it's some of the things that a lot of guys go through. And, uh, you know, basically we want to go ahead and get into this list right here. Uh, the first thing that some of these guys encounter, and this is them encountering these type of women or these type of attitudes or situations when they're out there on the dating scene, uh, they keep meeting women with unrealistic expectations for what they want in a man. Unrealistic expectations for what they want in a man. So now, what's that mean? I mean, primarily what it means, Jen, if you think about it, a lot of these women, they, they are in the mode of thinking of what they see on TV and what a relationship should be and what a man should be in that relationship. So a lot of times if you ain't doing, like, Big numbers on your job. You're making a lot of money. You know what I'm saying, and, and and you're doing it big. That expectations of what they think about you is unrealistic. That's well, can we, some can of the we women turn that around. That well, I think I think that that is true. Sometimes you know that is true. I'm not you know denying that that some women are like that. However, what about turning that responsibility back to the men? A lot of times they have very unrealistic expectations of women as well, you know, through TV or whatever. A lot of times, you know, guys, women, you know, you might have, especially women in corporate America, especially like black women in corporate America. We're going to talk about all that, Jen, but you can't, this one right here, you can't even reverse this one on men. Seriously. But there are certain situations that men can control X, Y, and Z, but this is not one of those. But I want to back up a second right here, Jen. What is the definition of a good black man? And I know that varies from person to person to person. But this is my humble opinion of what defines a good black man. Number one, they're dependable. Number two, they're accountable. Number three, they're a man of their words. Number four, they have goals. Number five, they have respect. And that's not only respect for them, but respect for their woman. So therefore... In my opinion, that's what defines a good black man. And a lot of women, they, they really don't know these these qualifications when it comes to a man because they rarely get the chance to see that, especially in our society. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But the unrealistic expectations for what they want in a man, Jen. It's a lot of that going on, Jen. I can't come to you and say, hey, I want to date you. And you're like, well, hey, look. Well, if you ain't 6'5 and you ain't making this kind of money, that's unrealistic, Jen. What about just... Seeing who I am, what I'm about, how we can date, not comparing me to what you see on TV. I'm not Barack Obama. You ain't Michelle Obama, so you ain't deserving your Barack. Well, I, I do. Yeah, I, I do agree. Even myself, a lot of women are victim of the list. And, like, when they're younger, they write this list about their expectations, about all the things, and they even end up with this, you know, mind you, like this hundred, you know, I have like 120 things you know, on my list about, you know, <laughs> yeah. what I wanted. But that was, like, dumb because, like, I'm not even meeting, you know, those, you know, all of those things. And so you have to, you know, tone yourself down, ladies. I do agree with that. But I also think that men sometimes have unrealistic unre- views of how, you know, you know what they their expectation of women as well. Like, just well, not then, this is hence the term, a good black man. We're not talking about the little regular 
you know, Joe Blow, a thug that you meet on oh, the street. Oh, good black men do too. They do too because they have this this idea of I call it, you know, just like women have the Christmas party, um, you know, effect. Mm-hmm. Men do too. You know, they want the perfect girl to take to the court, you know, to their office party, their Christmas party. You know, she has to look a certain way. She has to do this. She has to do that. Um, you know, uh, her hair has to be a certain way. She has uh, to have I, I don't a know certain you mean, type you mean, of job. You know what? I'm going to tell you. If you got respect for me and, you know what I'm saying, you're spiritually grounded, um, you understand who you are and you're comfortable with who you are, a lot of guys that, that have the understanding of what it to be, what it is to be uh, a grown, my my you know my little word grown, that's what they're looking for. Jen, they ain't looking for all that other stuff because number one, beauty fades. You understand that beauty fades over time. You as a person will outlast your beauty. So all that other superficial stuff doesn't really matter to a real man. That's serious. You got anything to say about it that? It does. It does. Yeah. To people yeah. who consider, and I'm just being realistic, to people, to men who consider themselves good black men or, or just good men in general, they want a certain type of woman on their arm, and she has to meet a certain type of standards. You know, to to men, they want this, they want that. They, men have the same list that women do. They just may not look the same, but men in their mind, they and they're not might be as long. They might not be as long, but they have a list too. So okay. we're not going to put this all on us. No. Nah, we're going to go to number two right now. These uh, okay. are the top 12 reasons why so many good black men are still single. Number two, they keep meeting women who put them in the wrong category by writing them off too quickly as not being, quote, unquote, their type. I, I think that's true, and that depends on when you are – who, where you're at and who you're supposed to be, you attract a certain type of person. Now, if you go out and you have expectations of immature women and you expect them to have mature reasoning and picking a man, then mm-hmm. you're, you're just going to come up short every time. You know, yeah. women who, women, it takes a woman a long time to maturely know, like, how she feels and who she expects, you know, as you know, a good mate. It takes a long time for a lot of women to get there. Right. All right. Let's go to number three, Jen. Let's go to number three. Okay. Number three, they're not wanted because they're not needed. Too, too many women have told them that they don't need a man. You've heard that many a times, Jen. A lot of women out there will tell another woman, girl, you don't need no man, or they've been told so much they don't need a man. to go after in the first place. Those are immature. Women do say that, and they're they're incorrect because as a woman or as a man, men need women and women need men. Yeah. Um, it's very immature of you to, to if you have that view. But we're talking like you said. We're not talking about you know, excuse me, if this you know, Boquisha on the corner, you know, with the face. You know, we're not talking about how, like you know, some hood rat girl. We're talking about mature women that these men should be going after. But, Janice, that would be nice in a perfect world. That would be the case. But we're talking about these men that can't get it going because these are the reasons why they keep pushing them away. Because you have some women, so many women, and especially with number three, you know, you got a lot of women that are overly independent. And they'll let you know in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these guys... You know, they, they'll, a lot of these guys, you know, these women look at as tools because, number one, you're just there for that purpose, and they think that's the only purpose that you may be there. You know what I'm saying? You may just be there to hit it and quit it and go. 
And that's all they need. And they tell you, get on about your business. That's all I need you for. I'm independent. I can pay my own rent. I got my own money. I got my own house. I got my own car. I don't need that. Hey, um, I would like to send a, a special invitation over to uh, the conversations. Hey, if you want to yeah, get in this I'm conversation, come on it. over. I see you yeah, on I'm, the web chat right now. Come on over and call in. We want your we want your opinion. Yeah, I do. And you know, I'm looking up right now. This uh, what do you say? I was a, um, a student of uh, Miss Hartby Cooper. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that, so I'm definitely looking that up because I definitely want to see what that is. So I'm not familiar with that. All right. Well. Number number four, Jen. Let's go to number four. They okay. keep meeting black women who don't respect them just because they are black. You, do you believe that one? Now I'm, I'm not. I don't. Let, you don't understand that read. one. Let, let's 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 clarify that one. Let's look at the, all the negative. We just did a show about the uh, vilification of the young black men. Now, how am I? How am I as don't a woman women, not don't, women I, mean, I, just, I can't understand that concept. I'm just saying, Jen, some some women, just like you see these women that say, I don't date black men. Think about oh, it. you got a lot okay. of women that, I don't date black men, right? Then you have those that are, their, their, their perception of what a black male is or what a black man is is defined by their experiences or lack of experiences that they have in their home with a father or what they see on the news or previous relationships that they had by other bad guys. So, therefore, that good black man won't have the opportunity to have that relationship because of the stereotypes that others have or the things that are are, are basically put upon him. I don't think that this is happening. I mean, I'm really interested to hear from our callers, so please do call in and tell me. I just, who is, like, is this happening on the masses? Are these, you know, do black men feel so affected because, you know, either, you know, we're turning them down because, you know, we we prefer a thug or, you know, we're going to, you know, other races and we're leaving well, them out? Yeah, do they Jen, feel like this is happening here, you know, on a big was, scale? Just saying, Jen, if, if Al was here, he'll tell you the same way. I would tell you, just like all the movies that you have, black women dating white men, nothing wrong with that. Interracial love, that's you, that's what you want to do, fine. But you have some women in our society, a segment of our society, some that exalt other men of other races and demiss the struggles that a brother going through. You know it, and I know it. We just talked about the victim, uh, the victim uh, syndrome that a lot of guys have. But some, they, you know, they'll categorize a lot of guys in that same category. You ain't feeling me no. on that, huh? No, no, I'm not. I just it don't happens, think this is a man. massive problem. It happens. It happens. It happens. All right. Number five, I think this one right here is a very important one right here, Jen. They keep fall or uh, they keep failing women's girlfriends approval test. That's basically right there. You know what I'm talking about. If your girlfriends don't like them, you're gonna act like you never liked them also. Even though you was attracted to them at first, but if you tell them, talk them up to your girlfriends, you tell them, hey girl. I really like this guy. Well, your girl is like, I don't, I don't think you need to be with him. He ain't got this. He ain't got that. Or he ain't this. He ain't that. He don't look like this. He don't look like that. A lot of good guys that are single are shot down. Well, you don't want this girl pool. anyway. This this unrealistic, you know, immature ghetto girl. You don't want this girl anyway. I, why? Not, why I got to be a ghetto girl? We're not talking about ghetto women. We're talking about regular, everyday, attractive. Working, head-on, immature women. 
No, when you're not talking about ghetto. Why 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 I got to go to ghetto? Because it is ghetto to think like this. It is, and I'm not associated with a race. I'm just saying it's ghetto to think like this. But yet it's still. You can't tell me that you you can't tell me that you never talked to one of your girlfriends about a guy you was dating. Yeah, all the time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did they say? Did they have to approve him for you? There's some women. No, they that, gave, that, either they, they gave me their opinion or, yeah, you and know. You based, you based it, you and went, that's it. You went out with him based on their opinion. Some women value their girl's opinion more so than their own. You know it. I know it. Let's be real. No, well, that's you know that's immature. You know, if you're a mature woman, you let your friends stay in their lane. I, I don't care your how friends. much You're not sleeping with you your friends. Saying. You're not going home with your friends at night. They're yeah. not, you know, helping you. They're not a part of your household. So th- this is an yeah. immature woman who. Yeah. Does, I don't care how old you are. Peer pressure is a part of our society. And any you woman who it, can be successful for peer pressure, you shouldn't be trying to date her in the first place. I'm just saying, Jen. It's called self-esteem, Jen. It's called self-esteem. But a lot of women don't have it, Jen. You know I ain't lying. You want to dodge that one, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, all yes, right. On, on to number six. Let's go to number six, Jen. They keep meeting women who are not interested in them, but only in how much money they make. Hmm. But this one well, isn't too hard. That's true. That's true. What? That's <laughs> true. I give you that one. So you got a lot I'll of women out here. I have a lot of girl. I have girlfriends too. You know, they have to meet. You know, if they don't have this or have certain things, you know, they're off the the list, and you know, on to the next one. But let let's talk about the blue collar worker. The guy that has a regular job, and you got a lot of women out here, because like I said, you have the ratio of 100 women to 88 single men. So if these guys are out here and they're still single and they can't find a woman because they can't provide the monies or the position that these women want, please tell me why these guys cannot find a woman. I'm still talking because about the guys. I'm not times, talking about the women. We, we talk about this all the time. You have to admit. A lot of, I don't know if it's self-esteem or whatever, and I'm talking about from my own personal experience, when you try to date blue-collar guys, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't care if I make more money than you. It doesn't matter to me. However, a lot of guys feel like, you know, we're going to be like coming some kind of struggle because, you know, I might make more than them, and they are intimidated by that and won't talk to me, just won't talk to me because of it, and it's not right. It is not right. But, Jen, there's a lot of women out there, you know, a lot of guys out there, they, they may be well-educated, they have money or whatever the case may be, but they can't get a woman because that woman is looking at them like, hey, you know, even though I might not be making this kind of money, but I expect you to. You know this. Yeah, some women, some women that is true. Some women, and then you have a lot of women who, it doesn't matter if, you know, if I'm a lawyer and you're, you know, um, a maintenance guy. I, I would like, it doesn't we matter. Have, we wouldn't have so many single guys out here. We do have a caller. Uh, we don't have our screener today, but caller 229, you are live with the middleman. What's going on? What's up, what's up? This is uh, the conversation from the chat room. I'm glad you called in, man. You you, you showing sure up talking a whole heap of smack over there. What's going on? There he is. <laughs> Thank up, you for up? calling. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> to the um, number six uh, that you're currently discussing, mm-hmm. I mean, do do women, um, like, w- women have these lists, and it's like, do women realize how hard it is to get the man that has, you know, 80, 80 out of 80 of your of your list? That's true. As you mature, as you mature, you realize that there should only be a certain, like a handful of things on your list. Does he love you? Jen, let's go from the 25. Let's go to the 25 and up. There's a lot of single women in their 30s. A lot of single women. There's a lot of single men in their 30s and early, mid 20s. Jen, why is that? Because they're using all these superficial men to keep each other from dating. Because, okay, I'll put it back on this. And I'll, I'll talk about the women first. A lot of women forgot who we are and forgot that it is your role as a woman to support your man. And as and as, as a Christian woman, it is your role to remember that there is a submissive part of it. And then I'm not totally a victim of feminism. I do recognize that men have a role, women have a role. Thank you, conversation. But, you know, I, you know a lot of women... Fear that they equal they equate um, submissive with weak, and they equate with um, you know having a womanly role in the relationship with being dominated or by or overbeared by a man, which is false. And I think a lot because of TV and because of a you know women don't need men movement and all women powerful movement. A lot of women have miscured that whole concept, which has broken down the concept of family, which has left, you know, thousands and thousands of people being single, and our whole concept of family has been destroyed. I, so I, I do blame that, but I also blame the men, because they're supposed to be our leaders. They're supposed to be our examples. Be they're supposed Jen, to be, hold up, Jen. They're supposed to be the leaders, Jen, but at the same time, every relationship is started off by that woman making herself available. If she don't make herself available for that man to date her, how in the world are you gonna blame him? Well, what happened to being? What happened to chivalry? What happened to pursuing the woman? Chivalry ain't had nothing to do with it. If a man, they give up. They don't fight for the girl. They say, oh, she she did that. Boom, on to the next one. And so many men now because because well, so on, many hold women hold out there. I, I want to ask the, the conversation. Are you single? Yeah. Are you single? Yes, I'm single. All right. Majority of women that you try to approach, are they approachable? Are, like the women that you deal with in, in, in your age group and in the, in the range that you're dealing with, are, are they very approachable or are they somewhat standoffish? And have you noticed that over the last past couple of years? Uh, well, I mean, I'm 28. I'm single. Um, they're approachable, but like, like I just finished my my master's degree and. Mm-hmm. When that like like say, I met a girl that was also in in graduate school at the time, whatever you know. Okay. Either she has someone that she's dealing with, or a boyfriend, or they may be just not really interested in a real relationship at the time because they're working on them. You know what I'm saying? They're right. they're trying to progress their career and all that kind of stuff, and that's totally understandable. But then. When they hit 31, 32, and now they're really, really looking for a man, 
and they're they're, they're normally looking for someone that's around their age, you know, twenty nine, right. thirty. But what what they don't realize is the men that are now thirty and established, they're not checking for for other thirty year old chicks. They're checking for the twenty four, you know, twenty three year old chicks. But they're not. Yeah. I mean, who thought of that? Who's fault? If if you made yourself available earlier in the game instead of going through all these games, and I'm talking about the same thing. You're the the, the oh, newer bimbo, hold younger on, Jen, version model. Jen, I understand what he's saying, but hold on, hold on, pick me out now. From what this brother right here is saying, when I'm ready to settle down and get with a woman, she's not ready at that time. So yeah, when I move on and I'm looking at you, we're the same age. You'd have been through your little phase. And I'm looking at you like, I don't want to be with you now. I'm going to get somebody that's ambitious or, or good-looking, hot, and I'm going to keep it moving. That's what a lot of guys think at that point. Because if you would have got with me back then, we could have built, like you said, I'm established. I have my goals. I have everything that I want at this point in life. But you didn't want to get with me when I'm building that. Because a lot to a lot of women, and this is, you know, a lot of women say to themselves, I, I want a 10. I want a man who's at a 10. And how do I expect to get a 10 unless I'm a 10 also as well? Oh, so wow. a lot of women try wow. to read themselves yeah. up. I, I, how am I going to, I want this man who's on all this level, and for me to play on the same field as he, I have to make sure I'm on that level. And that's why so many women are driven, let me get this, let me get that, let me get this. And then they focus on, you know, getting their family and, and, and all of that. I don't see that. We don't live in a world, you know, it's not fair to us because so many times men expect us to have this, you know, 1950s, you know. Come on, this ain't even about this, Jen. This is about these single guys out here. Hear me out. Men expect us to have this view of how, you know, how it is to be a woman and to be submissive and be this, but we don't live in that world anymore. We don't live in a world where all I have to worry about is going to high school and then I meet a man and he's going to take care of me. And We don't live in that world anymore. Yeah, we live yeah, in yeah. an economic conversation that you want to make. The conversation yeah, you had a comment um, that you wanted to make. Go ahead, brother. I was going to say, the things, the things that put women at a 10 in the eyes of men aren't the same things that put men at ten in the eyes of women. So thank you. So you so so you going out, getting all your degrees, getting your career, you know what I'm saying? We don't like like men that are actually men, we don't care about that. Thank you. Thank you. Especially the good black men. I ain't talking about these little ragamuffins that y'all be chasing. I'm talking about the good this brother just said it, Gene. That's unequal as far as what you think I should be and what I think you should be. But, man, we appreciate you for your comment. If you got another comment, press number one, man. Thank you for calling in. All right. All right. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, Jen. Look like, look like so, this. So looking you're going to be. Look a, little, look a little rough over here right now, Jen. No, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just by myself today. Ladies no, I'm by myself, too. It's, no, it's, that but you're not yellow whole truth, army Jen. behind you. Oh. Ah. No, it's not. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then let's get to number seven. Let's get to number seven. Okay, let's get to number seven. Number seven, this is the top 12 reasons why so many good, I emphasize the word good, black men are single. Number seven, they're nobody until somebody else loves them. A lot of women will not chase a man until another woman wants. 
She won't yeah, even make herself available true. until she sees that somebody else wants them. But then you know what happens? Do you know what happens, Kevin? When you have that man and then nobody else wanted him until you wanted him. And then you know what happens? That stupid man goes and he thinks he is a, the best thing since sliced bread. Since now all of a sudden all these women want him and he thinks he is, you know, the king to be. And, you know, and then, you know, that's another one who bites at us. That's but yet and still, yet and still, if you were the one that he chose, not saying every time, but majority of the time, he will stick with you. But there are a lot of women, look, there are a lot of women that think that a lot of these single guys are not attractive, they ain't this, they ain't that until they see other women want them. Yeah, and when those other women want them, and then they say, oh, my gosh, all these women want me now, it goes straight to their ego, and then, boom, another one them? bites the dust. Do, do you blame them, Because they've turned into cheaters. Do you blame them? Yeah, I blame them because they oh, should just know that they hey. should stick to the one who wanted them before anybody else wanted them. You, you deflecting this whole statement, but we're going to bring this caller <laughs> in right here. Caller 215, you're live with the middleman. What's up? Ah, finally. What's up, guys? It's, What's uh, up? Okay. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, sorry. I had to step away. Like I said, I was trying to feed the yeah, baby. I was yeah. trying to feed the baby. They didn't want to make noise. Uh, okay. All right. You know, Jen, now I see why a lifetime is the solution when he gets all heated up, because you are doing so much deflecting. Wow, I mean, he, he, you could have gone to follow Muhammad Ali and evaded every blow, but you're just deflecting everything. Seriously, I mean, even every everything tried to turn it back into men. Uh-huh. Like I put in the chat room, which you were so uh, very well doing a good job at deflecting, let's be honest. <laughs> The guy who is responsible, we're, we're talking about good men. We're not talking about a goody two-shoe, a pushover sim. We're talking about a man who is responsible, mm-hmm. loyal, who is yep. like a good husband yep. to his wife, a good father to his children. Yep. You know, the guy who has an honest job, he may not be making hundreds of thousands of dollars, but any money he makes, he makes it in a legitimate way where he doesn't have to look over his back because everything, he's a law-abiding citizen, does that by the book. You consider him square, lame, corny, whatever, you know? So, and, you know, what we call Black Point Dexter. Black Point Dexter is not what attracts most of you women out there, be honest. Black Point Dexter makes your vagina dry, makes your clitoris retract, makes your nipples deflate. Pookie, Rary, and Dickwill, on the other hand, are the ones who are exciting, who get the women all, you know, sexually aroused and stuff. Yep. But not the responsible man. The only time Black Point Dexter even gets a chance is later in life, after she's had kids like Pookie, Ravy, and Big Will, and now she needs a responsible father. Yep. That's when all of a sudden he's interesting. Hold on a second. I agree with him. Okay, I will give him that. I will give him that. I will give him that. You know, every girl, a lot of girls, fall victim of the bad boy syndrome. It it just, that's who they're attracted to, and unfortunately... You know, well, they they if, miscount if a lot of that attracts you and you have children by, that you know that makes that makes you really unfit for a good man. And a lot of times, good men seems like if you're a good man, you did everything right. What you have to choose from is the leftover of those guys. Like you yep. find someone, her womb already has cultivated the seed of those losers. He has to come out as a stepdad, clean up, you know, consolation prize. It, it's very insulting. Anyways, I wish I could stay more, but. Hey, I man, we appreciate you, She's really hungry. Thank you. So. Right, I well, I'm still listening. Uh, <laughs> I got my eye on you, Jen. 
Don't okay, be calling out the bullshit. Keep me straight. I, I'll call you out. <laughs> okay, keep right, me man, straight. <laughs> well, Gina, um, we can go well, on out to the with a smidgen. I agree, a smidgen. I, a smidgen, I agree that a lot of women pass up a lot of good men because, you know, they don't fit that bad boy image. But but back to, you know, the first things that we said, he said something very interesting. Okay. He said that, you know, a lot of women, you know, have, you know, after they go through these episodes with the bad boys, they become, you know, the leftovers for these guys a lot. This is with their list. The guys have a list. I don't want a girl who has a baby. I don't want, you know, they're 36, 37 years old. I don't want a girl who's had a baby. I don't want a girl who this. I don't want a girl who's done this. I don't want a girl who has this. You know, like you want, a, you know, an all-white, you know, um, virginal, you know, Hail Mary girl when, you know, a lot of times that's unrealistic and a lot of these girls who have had the experience of being through, been through the fire, they mm-hmm. know what they want now, they've grown up, those are good women and those are the kind of girls uh, that are going to make good wives. And that, but, you know, the thing about it is, Jen, if we build a house together, it's a larger house. If I build it by myself, you build it by yourself, we got to tear them down to make a new house after the fact. You feel what I'm saying? But we can yeah. go on to number eight. We can go on to number okay. eight. All right, this is the top 12 reasons why so many good black men are single. Number eight, they meet too many women who really don't know what they want. See, we were just talking about that. Yeah, too many women that don't know what they want, Jen. They confuse. It's a lot of confusion. See, the thing that you just stressed to me was confusing, Jen. Complete confusion. How is that confusing? Because How number one, confusing? if you if a you lot of women just because screen, I've been saying, so called, what, why should you have to go through the fire to get a man? Because those are the people that have people that have been through the fire the know what it's like to burn and they weak. know what they want. They're not going to be number eight. They know yeah. what they want because they've had what they didn't want. Yeah, we're not talking about the seasoned woman that got burned up and shot out and everything up. Now she know what she wants. At the early age, she didn't know what she wanted because she was confused because society told her that she needed to get this. She can't date a guy that is respectable, responsible, and all that because her girlfriends, as we stated earlier in one of the numbers, her girlfriends don't approve of him. Number two, he ain't got what she wants. We we uh, we did cover that also. You know what I'm saying? He ain't her type at that moment and at that time. But yet it's still later on in life. She's like, oh, my God, I can't find a good man. What? There are a lot of good men what? out there. Yeah. That that's why I'm so tired of these women saying that there's not a good black man. But you're looking over what your expectations of what a good black man is and what society telling you instead of looking at the obvious. The obvious choice. But yet and still, you want to go t- chase the same man that every other woman is chasing, going back to uh, number uh, seven. They don't, you know, every woman is chasing this particular type man, so I'm going to chase this particular type man. Instead of looking at the guy that's over there, like 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 Kanye said in one of his raps, yeah, he's working on fries, but look in his eyes, he got potential. Look at him, watch him. I think okay. I'm in the conversation. Uh, he wants to get back to this conversation. We're going to bring him back in, okay? Okay, that's cool. Hey, man, you're live with us again. You had another comment? Yeah, um, I was going to say I think women know what they want. It's just what they want changes over time with with age. Exactly. That's true. That's very true. 
I agree with you. But yet and still, yeah. my brother, just like you said earlier, the things that a man knows that he wants, the thing that he wants, he knows what he, I mean, I, I know, like our co-host, he will tell you at the beginning, there was a couple of girls that he would have married early on, but he wasn't their quote-unquote type at that time. I, I'll date you, but you will be the guy I'll marry later on in life after I do what I do. That's yeah. what I'm saying, and, man. And, and to me, the things that men really want in a woman don't change over time. It's the same. We want someone that we find attractive, that's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not a hoe, you know, loyal. That's, right. That's what we So at, at 15, that's what we want. At 25, that's what we want. And at 30, want, that's what we want. If you're privy to it and you get the opportunity to see a good relationship, that's what you want. But at the same time, yeah. at the end of the day, once you know better, not all guys are like this. Not every man is a good black man or a good man, period. But a good man wants a secure, stable relationship. And I know uh, one of our guests over on the web chat was asking, what do we define as a good a good man? Um, like I was saying earlier at the beginning of the show, that definition can vary from man to man and person to person. But in my opinion, just same as Don said, they have to be dependable, accountable. Yeah. A man of his words have goals and be respectable and respect himself and his wife, mate, or whatever the case may be. These are the things that, in my opinion, what defines a man that is considered to be good. But a yeah, lot of women are like, not going to chase that type guy. He's so like to me. To me, I define a good black man as just simply the man that God has for you. Because anything, anything else, the man isn't going to treat you with the love and respect that you deserve. Like me, I've I've met plenty of chicks that I feel like are good women, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but I didn't fall in love with them. So right. what so what happens is because I didn't fall in love, I feel like I can't be with you because because I want to be in love. I mean, I think men want to be in love the same way that women True want that. to be in love. You know True what I'm saying? That. So so you can you can look good, you can be a good woman, but if I don't fall in love with you, then I got to keep it moving. And when I keep it moving, the chick is going to feel like I'm doing her dirty because she's a good woman and, and she don't see why I don't want to be with her. Yep. Uh, Jen, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, you, you're hearing the truth from the horse's mouth today, the truth from the horse's mouth. I mean, we're not saying anything wrong towards these women out here that can't get it together early because there's a lot of brothers that can't get it together earlier. And uh, to yeah. uh, to Panky, I, I want to – Panky pan or whatever it is, as far as a good man missing in the community, uh, the black communities, there are a lot of us out here. I'm one of them. Yes, we're not controlling the economics, but, you know, a little bit at a time. We will get it together. Hey, man, we appreciate your comment again, man. If you want to talk, just let us know, okay? All right. Thank you. Right. And the brother just said, you know, we know, a lot of good men know what they want from the beginning. Yeah, I, but you know what? A lot of times, unfortunately, you know, because of women's immaturity, you know, I think on the chat they're calling them Pookie Rayway and they quill, you know, that that's who they meet first or that's who they think they want first. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of these girls don't realize, you know, the porn dexter is, is the one who's going to take better care of her heart. And, and that's just unfortunately, unfortunate. And, I, you know, I don't know how to solve that. Most definitely. It's not even the fact we're not trying to solve it. We're just discussing it. So, our listeners and our, our friends out there that's listening can carry on this conversation so when they have their daughters, their sons, they can talk to them about these things. 
Why should you have your daughter or your son chasing the person that you know that ain't hitting on nothing? You're mature enough to know about it now. You're, as a matter of fact, if you're in the same circumstance yourself, maybe you need to look in the mirror. Man or woman, step back. Hey, am I chasing the right type of woman? Am I being with the right type of woman? You know what I'm saying? Even if you're single, good, bad, or whatever the case may be, reflect on it and make the right decisions for yourself. So now we're going to get into number nine. We're talking about the 12 top reasons why so many good men, good black men are single. Number nine, they meet too many women who believe that single, good black men are too good to be true. Breaking that one down, Jen. Well, I think this might be true, and a lot of and this has to do with self, like self-esteem. You know, like a yeah. lot of women have been so battered and abused, it's harder to tell that when they do be accept, you know, them for who they are, or may you know accept and try to be that man in their life. You know, a lot of times, a lot of girls, and I've seen this with girlfriends of mine. You know, they've ruined it because you know they don't know how to act in a situation where they're not being abused. They're so accustomed of abuse when they get to a situation where it's good, you know, they don't feel comfortable because the comfort is in the chaos, and that's from years of conditioning yourself, of, of accepting abuse, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate because they miss out. Because, number one, a lot of these women self-sabotage their own relationships because of what you just said. They haven't experienced that good. But yet and still, if you know it, you should know it. I mean, Gene, you you know when a guy ain't right for you. Most of y'all have that 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 sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing about it, a lot of these women are victims of their own bad choice. Um, they can go date Jimmy Jimmy Clean over here, but Jimmy Clean works at the fast food restaurant. He's working his way up slowly. She's looking at him one year. He's a, on fries, and then he go to the grill, and he go up, and he's management in about six years. But at the beginning, she just sees what he's back there on fries. That's why a lot of women yeah. sabotage the, their, their relationship, their potential relationship. I'm not saying you don't need to get, you need to get with a guy that's not hitting on anything. I'm sorry, guy, but a lot of these guys are blue collar workers. They care about things, and you can tell by a conversation. No, don't jump in the bed with them the first time you meet them. Conversation. That is what a relationship is about. You got to start with the conversation right around you. Well, you're going to leave me hanging on that one. That was cool. That's cool. <laughs> All right, we're going to go over to number 10. Number 10. And this is the one I want to get in when uh, the conversation is, uh, the conversation has spoke upon earlier. Uh, they, the right man at the wrong time, primarily. They meet the right, they, they, they saying that they're the right man at the wrong time. Well, they're the, you know what I'm saying? Well, the right man at the wrong time. And, and I'm sorry, I had a, my mic cut off, but I, I really think that you know, a lot of times, like, these women, you know, they they cut their own self off because, what were we talking about? They, they cut their own self off because of, you know, the difficulties that they have with their own, their own self-esteem. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times, a lot of these guys may be Mr. Right, but they won't Mr. Wrong, just like... Uh, even with my oh, yeah. Facebook page, I see a lot of women. Well, I'm going to chill with my Mr. Rome. I'm like, what? And a lot of times, I think that people forget because they're victims. That's what I was saying before. They're victims of 
reality television, that, you know, everything is instantaneous. You know, we're going to start off, and we're going to start off in this $500,000 home, and we're going to have three cars, and then next year we're going to have two kids. And, like, you know, that's just not real. A lot of times the best relationships, you know, from, like, looking at people like my parents, people start off with nothing. And they build together, and that's what a relationship is about. Not about what you can gain or or how much I can get from the other person. It's about what I can put towards the other person and what they can put towards me so we can build and have more together. And I think that is what is missing, you know, because a lot of people want these popcorn relationships, you know, instantaneous where, you know, this big fantasy land, that's a little girl's view. And a woman's view is that I'm going to support and I'm going to build them up. He's going to build that we build our empire. And I think that's missing, you know, because we live in a popcorn society. Most definitely, Jen. And see, one other thing that's a factor into why a lot of these good black men are single when they're trying to meet certain women out there, a lot of these women nowadays, you know, as opposed to a long time ago, they want to stay on the dating scene. They want to be single. They don't want to have anything to do with a relationship. So, when you try to get at them at that particular time in their lives, they're like, nah, I don't want that relationship. I want to I want to have my fun with my girls. I want to be out here and party. I want to do this. I want to do that. But they're not ready to settle down for that guy. And just like the conversation was saying, later on in life when he's ready to settle down and when he's at the, at the point where he's ready and been able to settle down, then you want to come along dragging your left leg in I'm ready to get with you, baby. No, no, no. That's why you still single at 50 and 40. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, but I explained to you a lot of women's perspective. It's like I want a 10, so I have to be at a 10. Or sometimes because there's so many women at a 10, I not only have to be a 10, I have to be a 12 because I want to be competitive. Like, 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 and that's a just, lot of women's Jen, theory. He stated it to you, Jen, that – your 10 and that man 10 is not the same thing. Why are you competing against I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's how a lot of women think. Well, they can think like that all they want. All that matters is if that man is attracted to them, if they want that man wants them, and he's willing to do all the right things for them. That 10 against that other woman's 10, she might not even have the same list you have. You know what I'm saying? And when you yeah, think about yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? Just like even if we take this one back, number, number, number uh, 10, Somewhat ties in a number two. Not their type. A lot of women, like I said, they want to be on the dating scene, but yet it's still at that particular time when that good guy is going after them. The first thing he gonna hear is, "You're not my type." At this time, they ain't gonna say at this time, but you know that's what they that they're saying. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that hurts a lot of our uh, relationship factors out here. It, it hurts a whole lot. All right, we're gonna go on to number eleven. We're talking about the top 12 reasons why so many good black men are single. Number 11, they meet too many women who don't recognize a good man when they see one. Jen, I chalked that one up to the disabled families, uh, no good role models, no good black role models as far as for the fathers. Uh, not no, but, you know, not the ones that are overly seen. I chalk all that up into that, Jen. Well, I think a lot of times we just give a lot of women, we don't give them enough credit. A lot of women lie to themselves. They have sense. They can recognize what's a good man, except that you lie to yourself. You tell yourself that the man that you want 
the one who might be, you know, and I'm, this is for the show purposes, they quill or, or whatever. <laughs> you make them up in your head that that's the one that you want, and you make them up in your head what you so idolize them to be when truth and perception are, you know, get obscure, you do that to yourself. And I think a lot of time a lot of women do that. This man, you know he's no good, you know he does this, but in your mind you build him up to be this good man. We we know what they are. We just the wrong ones we get the attributes to. Because that's what we want. Because he might have the main things on the the list unfortunately that you know, because the one that you want is the one that can you know, the bound chicka wow wow, you know, well, he's the one that's gonna put it down to you. That's what happens. That goes back and if all all our listeners out there you can go in our archives, we had a show called Mr. Exciting versus Mr. Boring. That sums it all up right there, Jen. They don't want the mm-hmm. guy that's living the boring life of taking care of the family, that's doing all the right things. They want the guy that's gonna beat them upside the head and have a fight or shoot out with the cops. <laughs> but we're gonna get we got another caller right here. Caller three one four, you're live with the middleman. What's your opinion? Hey, this is Pianchi. What was that last one you hey. just read? Number 11. They meet too many women who don't recognize a good man when they see one. There you go. That is a major reason. Yeah. How do you expect for a young woman to even recognize a good man when she never experienced that between a mother and father at the house? Yeah, I, I said the same exact thing, my brother. And I agree with you. That 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 is something that has to happen so we can have good relationships between our young men and women. But if you don't have that example, nah, we're gonna continue on down this road where, you know, the guys on television are influencing our young women and our young women are influenced by the bad girl club and all these basketball quote unquote supposed to be wives and all this other crap. You know, that's the big influence instead of seeing a good father just like we probably grew up seeing James Evans. Dr. Bill Cosby on the show. You know, those are good yeah. good visual role models. Or your and father that's in your house with you right now. That's a great way to understand what it is to have a perfect, not perfect, but a good relationship with a man. Then yeah, you got other you got some other uh you got some other circumstances there nobody never wants to talk about. Okay. One, you got males being raised by females. Another yeah. one, you got you you have a natural Misbalance in males and females. When you got a large proportion of your males in prison, black males, you have a large proportion of your black males that have been feminized. True that. Then when you uh, get down to the bottom line, you have what about seven black women, maybe more than that, to every black male. Yeah, that that numbers are staggering as far as how many black women there are compared to black males. Yeah, it's, it's staggering yeah. right now. But then, you know, I think you touched on something interesting because a lot of these problems that we talk about and a lot of these issues, you know, they're just surface, you know, I guess, uh, results of underlining root problems that we have in our community. Uh, just for example, you said, you know, a lot of our women say the, the number one thing, I don't need a man, I am the mother and the father, which are, uh, you know, I don't like that. I, You know, I have a son and I'm a mother and I can teach him how to be a good person and I can give him values and I can teach him about the world, but I can never tell him how to be a man because I'm not a man. And I think a lot of women, you know, they, they do discredit their, you know, children when they say, you know, just because they take on, you know, certain roles financially doesn't mean that you have taken on a role of, of, of a mentality that you can never understand because that is, you cannot understand what you're not and that you never will be. That's very true. Yeah. 
Well, Dean, I don't know if I mentioned about the abortion of so many black children, which eventually is, I mean, coming to fruition. Look at school clothes. In Philadelphia yep. County, the uh, black women aborted 18,600 babies in 2008. Well, five, oh, six later, years later, when time comes for those kids to go to elementary school, there is no kids. So they have to do a close 38 schools. And, and, you know, I agree with you, my brother, because that's one thing I always try to point out. If you notice with these... Uh, these abortion clinics or so so called whatever they call, uh, they're they're targeted in our neighborhoods. And the mm-hmm. thing about it is when you go to other neighborhoods, well affluent neighborhoods, you see fertility clinics. <laughs> yeah, you do. Look what uh, Romney said at the at the, the university, a female university. He said for them to go out and have a quiver get married and have a quiver of children. <laughs> 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 so uh yeah, you know, it's a problem, man. I don't know where it's going to end. I tell you what, uh, you can't worry yourself to death over because uh, I've been studying this for a long time. And, uh, yes. Uh, the answer is not just around the corner. No, it's not. It's it's a, it's, it's a Rubik's Cube at the moment. We're going to have to figure Absolutely. this one out. Yeah, All right, so, thank you very thank much. Thank you for your comment. Thank you for your yeah. comment. All right. All right, Jen, we're going to get to uh, number 12. And, and this one right here, number 12, Jen, this is on the men right here, Jen. And it, this is on them. Number 12, we're talking about the top 12 reasons why so many good black men, and I emphasize the word good, black men are single. Number 12, Jen. They don't promote all the great things about themselves boldly or consistently enough to women or to enough women. They don't talk about the good, not in a braggadocious way either, Jen. But the bad guys are advertising themselves in so many lights. But when it comes to the good man, the good black man, you know, he's more reserved than humble because, you know, you ain't got to brag or boast about what you do. But the thing about it, your actions can speak louder than your words. If that woman see you out there doing your thing, hustling and grinding, that becomes the attraction that she may entertain. Do you think or agree with that? Yes, you don't have too many. Well, hold on. I guess we have some difficulties right here with Jim. But if any other callers out there would like to get in this conversation, the number to dial is 718-508-9972. All right. What's up, my man? What's up? What's up? All right. I was just wanting to uh, to make an analogy. Like, okay. In, in today's society, um, I don't know how many people have, have seen the show like um, – the game show Deal or No Deal. Yeah, I remember. I've seen that. And and this goes for men and women. <laughs> you know, I view dating today like deal or no deal. You know oh. what I mean? Like people people don't know when when to take the deal because they always think that well there's something better out there. Yeah. But I mean, you, you know, know in my opinion, my brother, in my opinion, it's like when you think about it, man. A lot of women, a lot of women, like you said, they don't know when to take the good when it's there to them. Or a lot of men don't know when to take the good when it's there to them. But the thing about it, man, I don't think we explore those relationships enough to understand if that person is good or not. Because if we're together and we're dating, sex shouldn't be the first thing. I know a lot of people in this society right now, sex is the first thing. We're overly sexualized, but the first thing they want to do is get in the bed together. 
If I don't know yeah. what your mind is, you don't know what my mind is, later on down the line we'll figure out <laughs> we're not good for each other. But we should talk for a while, see what your mind at, see where your mind at, and take it from there. But we're too interested in getting that bed together first. Yeah, but but at the same time, for some people, I mean, for some people, sex sex is a deal breaker. So if if you got terrible sex, I'm not saying, don't, I'm not like, saying uh, don't have it. I'm not saying don't <laughs> do it. But I'm just saying, give me enough time because number one, like I said earlier, the body fades, beauty fades. Yeah. You know, if this is a person that I can connect with to on a whole nother level, then if we can't connect sexually, then you know we can be friends after the fact. But if we connect sexually and mentally. Oh man, we got something going. Yeah, yeah. But not enough people will take the time to find that combination of what they need to entertain a good, strong, secure, positive relationship. The first thing they want to do is go straight at it like like rabbits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and and what what women I think need to realize is, especially good men, good men. Don't you know what I'm saying? Like we're not going to compete, and and that's and that's with 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 any other man that you have in your life. You know what I'm saying? You you know, a lot of women these days have a lot of quote unquote friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like good men aren't aren't going to compete with that, and 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 a good man isn't trying to compete with your career either. No, not at all. There's no need yeah. to, because number one. Either way it goes, if you make all the money and I'm behind you in the money, the point is, at the end of the day, it's how we react to each other. That money does not make or break us. Yes, it can buy us material things. Yes, it can do X, Y, and Z. But when we lose it all, that will define us. If we lose it all, that will define if we're we're strong enough and we were strong enough in that relationship. Because, hey, what they say, here today, going tomorrow. But yeah. with, with stating number twelve, a lot of these guys don't tell these women they're not they're not exuding that they are a good man. You know, hey, I'm, I'm here. They don't have to do it in the bracket. Like I said, not in the bracket. Don't sweat. But let them know the excellence of who you are as a good man. Let them yeah. know because yeah. that that right there, like I said, it could be the attraction in itself. Yeah, I mean, a lot of you know the the quote unquote good guys, you know. Tend to be more more timid, you know what I mean? More low key, and they don't need to be. Yeah. They don't need to be yeah. low key. You don't have to be low key because I understand, like you said, brother. It's not about the competition, but yet and still, it is a competition. It ain't. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to compete for that attention from that woman, one way or another. And that's true. And have and have the self confidence of, of who you are, and, and that you know, women want to be dominant, not. Like um, but they want to be, you know, have a man that's assertive. They, they want that. That sometimes I think is attraction to the the bad guy is that they want that assertiveness. Yeah, yeah. All right, man, and uh, we appreciate you for your comments again, man. Thank you for you know joining us today, man, and, and bringing your great input into the show. Spread the word to your friend. I don't know if this is the first time you've listened to us, man, but we do. Appreciate yeah, yeah, it's my first every time. Every Sunday at uh, six p.m. and uh, we also have an entertainment show on Thursday at eight p.m. So uh, man, okay. feel free to stop by any time, man. All right, appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank you. Jen, I got one last clip that we're going to play right here. And this one right here okay. is to all those brothers that, that don't understand why they're single, this right here is a, a, a good somewhat explanation of why you may be single. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the reason it, it may be your own fault. But check this one out. Some of the reasons why certain black men who actually don't want to be single are still single. You see, not every black man is in a position where he just has great options. Some men feel like the quality of women that they have uh, before in front of them mm-hmm. aren't what they want. And they're wondering, what they're complaining, and they'll come to me and say, well, you know, what do I need to do? And some of them, yes. Some of them have confidence issues. They can't even approach the type of woman they want to get. Some of them don't feel secure in their finances, so they feel like they're not in a position to be in a relationship. Okay. Some are just so soft that even when they meet a woman, they don't know how to be assertive and take control in any kind of way, and that woman is turned off by it. So, you know, sometimes we have to look at ourselves and what are we doing wrong as to the reasons why we are single for those who do want to be in a relationship. Hey, it could be your own fault if you're not assertive enough. Yeah, I just said that. You just said it. Very true. Mm-hmm. You just said it, Jen. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, these are the top 12 reasons why so many good black men are single. Um, I think our callers gave very good uh, opinions on this particular subject. Um, and the chat room, too. I, I agree <laughs> with Panky. You know, it starts with uh, the relationship at home with the father and the mother for these young ladies to see what it is to have a good, positive relationship. And also with these young men out here that are good black men, hey, man, stop being so humble and timid with it. Not humble, but stay humble, but don't be so overly humble where, you know, you, you're so scared to walk up to this woman and talk to her. Now, if you're walking up to a woman that's so-called, so-called a, a dime or something like that and she blow you off, just remember this in, the back, in your mind. She has her own insecurities. They put up that veil to kind of deflect everything. And everybody that come to him. Am I lying, Gene? It's very true. And and once, you know, your day will, you know, come. Not every, I want her anyway. You, you don't want her anyway. You, okay. You're going to meet the one that is right for you, that's mature, that recognizes the, the king in you. And so, and you're going to need to recognize the queen and other women too. So you will, you know, approach that right one. Well... Jen, I, I appreciate this conversation today. I appreciate all the callers that called in, all the guys that are out there listening on the Internet. We do appreciate you. And once again, I want to thank everybody that's listening to the Tuesday Morning Takeover. The the downloads are crazy. you got great music to listen to at work. If you're at work and you want to just vibe out and hear some great independent R&B, um, you know, with our man Nick Eaton, make sure you all tune in on Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 12 uh, PM. Uh, that's it. That's Eastern time. That's Eastern. 10 a.m. Eastern to 12 p.m. Uh, Eastern. So make sure you tune in to that show. Great independent R&B. And for all our people that's out there on the entertainment, you know, hey, we definitely got a great show on Talk of the Town where we do feature spotlights, uh, the spot featured spotlights for artists, uh, businesses, and other things. So if you guys want to check out the entertainment lane that we're in, join us on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And that's for the talk of the town. Uh, Gene, you got any closing remarks, anything like that? Gene, I guess not. Well, man, we want to appreciate everybody once again for tuning in to the middleman. Oh, my phone. My phone was muted. So, no, thank you, everyone in the chat room. I really enjoy your comments. I'm really going to look up uh, this Deborah lady and see what she's all about. I'm very interested. (laughs) Gotcha. Shout out to our (laughs) man, Dunn. Uh, JJUK, Pan Key, the conversations. 
Man, y'all come back and join us anytime. Make sure you go back to our archives. We do have it on iTunes also. The middlemen are available on iTunes. Make sure you download those shows and share it with a friend. Hopefully it can spark a conversation. No, we don't know everything, but we're going to talk about it. Surely will. Right. <laughs> Tune in next week. It's sure to be good. I hope our family will be here. For those of you that are listening the first time, we do have a bigger family, um, and it gets very, very interesting. Most definitely. And, uh... Once again, one up, one down. We out. All right, see you next time. The middle men shouted, Big Chris shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for, so take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you. Complaining about what you ain't got Hating on the next man Cause he was down the wreck shop Every Sunday tune in Go live 6 p.m. Blog talk radio.com The middle me Hey, what's happening The middle me Hey, what's happening The middle me Hey, what's happening Blog talk radio.com